Welcome to Bring on the Mess, a show where we have real conversations about life's messiness and how we can show up and uncover our true selves. We're so excited to share that we have recently completed our video series, Bring on the Mess, Connection at the Heart of Wellness. This week, we are sharing the audio from our first two shows. My name is Bethy Ann Dorman. I'm the CEO of For All Seasons. And I'm Lisa Lee, the Chief Clinical Officer at For All Seasons. And we are so glad to be with you for our second four-part video series that we'll be sharing with you in the month of March. And we're really excited to dig into the topic of connection this month. Yeah, it's a really important topic. And I know that there's going to be some people out there that might resonate with us and say, wow, this is really good information. And some people might be just a little bit skeptical about connection and, and what does it mean and how does it show up in their lives. But we know that we all need connection and even sometimes when it isn't named, we recognize that connection is really what helps us to fit in, feel like we belong. There's such a belonging and connectedness that we all need as humans. And sometimes we don't name it as such, but it really does make us feel a part of something. Yeah, you know, I was just having a conversation with some girlfriends and we were talking about, you know, what is connection and how does it help? And one of the things or the themes that I noticed was their ability or our ability to reach out mm -hmm. in times of stress. Especially with stress when we tend to feel, you know, do you ever have those moments where you think you can sort of go at it alone? Oh, and gosh. when we are stressed, we either hesitate to accept help or to reach out. But the important thing is being able to reach in mm -hmm. and fill us with what we need in moments of stress so that we can really be moving forward in a way where we are feeling like we're being taken care of. And the importance of helping others when they are needing to be taken care of really becomes key in connecting. You know, it's interesting when you talk about, you know, in time stress, reaching in versus doing it alone. Mm -hmm. And I know that there's times when we sort of have to auto-regulate. We, we really kind of take this on by ourselves and you know we know that we can handle that. But we also have to be curious in those times. Are we reaching in to avoid connection because you know we're afraid of vulnerability or getting hurt or mm -hmm. something happening? Because the idea of being seen and heard is so important in those moments. And you know that is like my ultimate, <laughs> it's my ultimate favorite thing. I really, I, I truly believe that as humans, we are driven to be connected and all any of us want is really to be seen, heard and valued. And if you think about times where people are not showing up as their best selves, I always say that peel back those three moments and something is missing. Either someone is not feeling seen, they're not feeling heard, or they're not feeling valued. And that's such an important thing for us to remember mm -hmm. because at times when disconnection is happening, if we can take that step back and think about those three items, we may be able to reset in a different way because how people show up when they're not seen, heard, or valued is when we are seeing people not show up as their best selves. Yeah, and you know, I think the thing that's really important too is this starts from infancy. Mm. Seeing, hearing, and valuing, like when a parent, actually it starts in utero, mm -hmm. when, when a, a, a baby is in their mommy's belly and there is such joy about that moment, 
that actually releases some really good chemicals yeah. in the mother so that they're able to you know, like savor those moments of like, oh, this is, you know, this is such a good thing. And so I think in the the moments where we find disconnection, mm -hmm. it's maybe we didn't grow up with the belief that I was seen, heard, and valued even at a young age, mm -hmm. you know? And so I think that it's really important that we know as parents or grandparents or caregivers, whoever we might be, is, is that we also have to see, hear, and value our young ones. Absolutely, and I think you bring up a really good point. And we just had a conversation um, last week about how sometimes the connection might not come from family. Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't always have to be that family is bloodlines. You know, there's right. connection that can be had in our larger circle. So maybe it's a child who is being seen, heard, and valued by a different community member, right. a pastor, a coach, you know, all of the moments where we have an opportunity to mentor children. And then we as adults have that same release of all of the energy and all of those good chemicals when we know that we've connected either with a child that we're working with or another adult that is a friend in moments where we can really feel that energy between. Right. And part of the importance of connection is you know, it really helps us with our mental health. Mm -hmm. You know, to be able to reach out, we're able to reduce, you know, anxiety or depression because we feel part of something rather than disconnected from something. Absolutely, and I think that's, you know, the whole part of the series is the, the wellness that connection brings. And so part of why we come to you with this topic this month is because we realized that through COVID, there was so much disconnection right. and there were so many opportunities that we missed because it was isolation, because we were pulled from things. You know, we just as an agency hosted an event last night mm -hmm. and it was so wonderful to see people just the exchange of a handshake or an elbow bump, whatever, right. you know, whatever people needed to do to connect. But there is an energy that is created when we feel a part of something. When we walk into a room and someone says, hey, it's great to see you. Right. That's connection. Right. You know, it doesn't have to be connection in these really big ways, but simply a text from someone saying, it's, you know, thinking of you, that's mm -hmm. connection. And so the ways that we connect are also really important. And we talked in the last series about the difference between introverts and extroverts. Right. And so also really thinking about the connectedness that we share in the ways that fills us internally. So, you know, if someone's an extrovert, maybe they're going to need to be at an event and feel most connected or right. attending something. Whereas an introvert may be really connected by sharing a book club um, and really having more quiet time, or maybe it's through texting or a phone call. Right. You know, and I believe it's also important to mention that when we're connecting, you know, there was something so beautiful that you did just a moment ago when you were talking about the event last night, you were like, your eyes got big and you yeah. like you lit up. And so in that moment, I know that that is the authentic you, mm -hmm. that there is something about your presentation that means like you're important to me and I, I want to see you and yeah. I want to hear yeah. you. Yeah. And I know that sometimes that's hard to show up that way all the mm -hmm. time because, you know, we have events and, you know, things happening in our life. But noticing our own internal, you know, ability to, you know, have those like genuine, like I see you, I hear you mm -hmm. is so important. And it was, and even when I was talking about like connection versus disconnection, I found my body like right. moving towards <laughs> connection and then disconnection sort of moving mm -hmm. away. And, you know, I'd invite everybody, you know, watching to really notice 
those small things that you're doing and then how it lands for you when other people are doing that with you. So, you know, if there's a bright eyed person greeting you, again, whether it's a child or, you know, you're, you're a classroom teacher and, you know, you're excited to see your class, those small moments mean the world. Mm -hmm. You know what it what it makes me think of as you even say as the teacher sees that child yeah. it's that safe space you know mm -hmm. we create a space of welcome we create a space of connectedness mm -hmm. and thinking about the disconnection you know sometimes when we see children or adults who are having a difficult day or something is not going well when we talk with kids when we talk with adults and say you know help me understand what's happening with the day most times I feel like it comes back to disconnection. There's a child who's not feeling a part of something or not feeling like they've got the support that they need or an adult is feeling like they're not able to solve any anything that's happening because there's not that connectedness. And I think that's something that's really important to pay attention to. Right, and noticing our patterns when we disconnect. So is it that we're, you know, because some folks, you know, have a hard time moving towards that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if we circle back to, you know, infancy, you know, our world, our internal working model, so what we believe about ourselves and the world is created in all those moments, you know, while we're growing up. Mm -hmm. And so do I feel safe? Do I feel seen? Do I heard valued? Do I have a place and feel important mm -hmm. in this world? happens at such a young age and you know I was talking um, to a friend last night and she was saying you know I have to recognize my patterns of how I grew up and how does that impact mm -hmm. my connectedness mm -hmm. do I lean in or do I lean out and noticing what I need yeah and sometimes we know that leaning in can be it, it can feel very vulnerable and so sometimes the tendency is to move away from right. because it might be, it might feel easier it might not be something that takes as much courage and so we also have to know that connectedness sometimes takes courage to be able to form that bond with someone right. little or big right. and making sure that as we talk through this series we we really lean into how connectedness shows up and how it really feeds the mental wellness that we continue to need in our lives and be able to be a part of with everyone who surrounds us in our circle. Right, because if we're, if we're recognizing that need and we pull away from it, I'd invite everybody to be really curious about that and you know, learn about what's happening within them so that they can figure out why am I really pulling away? Do I need a moment? Because, I mean, you know me, Bethany. I'm like, I need moments yeah, of silence absolutely. in my life. <laughs> and when it gets to be too much, I know, like, okay, I need to disconnect because that's the healthiest thing for me in the moment. But I have to really challenge myself to know, is it because I need to energize from that moment mm -hmm. or am I too fearful to step into connection with somebody because will they judge me? Right. And that judgment can be really hard. Yeah. And so we're really excited to dig into this topic with you. We will be back with you for three more video series in this four parts series. And we're really looking forward to digging in, exploring connection with you. And so we'll see you next week. And we are so glad to have you back with us for our second video in our four part series on connection. And we talked a little bit last time about how really connection is at the foundation mm -hmm. of everything 
that we as humans experience. And so we want to dig in a little bit today about what does it mean to connect and how do we have to look in ourselves to really first get that connection that we need in order to have a thriving life. Right, because we are born to connect, biologically hardwired to connect. And, you know, if there's something that's going on and we find ourselves pulling away some of what we talked about in the, the first series, we have to look inward to figure out what is it, what is my role in that? Mm -hmm. What's happening for me internally that's causing me to pull away from people? You know, I think that's so important because what we know about connection is that connection happens in moments where we don't even realize it's happening. Mm -hmm. And disconnection is something that we are aware of all the time. So we might not necessarily right. pick up on how connected we are until we find a moment where disconnection is present. Right, and so if we find those moments where disconnection happens, here's what we need to do. And I, you know, Bethany and I talk about this all the time, which is we need to mindfully pull inward mm -hmm. to figure out what's happening. And so I know mindfulness is the buzzword right. of the <laughs> century. And so what that really means is I need to turn inward without judgment. Mm. So I need to understand what's happening with me that says, holy cow, there's, I'm noticing now all of a sudden I feel disconnected from my community, my mm -hmm. tribe, my person, um, or just in life. And I think some of that also comes in when we feel judgment, it then sends us into a place where isolation may be more present. And it might be the judgment of ourselves and it also right. might be the judgment that we place on other people. Mm -hmm. You know, and Brene Brown always says that we judge in areas where someone else is doing better than us. And so sometimes as we are trying to connect, maybe we are not connecting in the way that we want to. And right. so some of it is an internal look of how, how can I make that first step to connect? Maybe the connection isn't exactly how we want it to show up. Right. And we find ourselves in moments where that judgment allows us to say, like, see, I'm not going to be connected with them because it didn't go well, because this is what they think of me, or this is how I think of them. And so maybe it's about really thinking about the small moments where we can be connecting and practicing. Let me try this little step versus mm -hmm. going from, hi, how are you, to I'm your best friend. <laughs> right, right, right. So a little bit of boundaries in that. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, you said something that is absolutely vital, which is practice. Mm -hmm. And so the phrase, and people can use all kinds of phrases. It doesn't have to necessarily be this, but one phrase that you know you and I often talk about is sort of the story I'm telling myself, whether it's the story I'm telling myself about what you are thinking about mm -hmm. me mm -hmm. or the story I'm telling myself about myself. Right. And those moments really could cause us to disconnect or feel disconnected from people mm -hmm. because we don't put ourselves out there. Right. Because it's safer sometimes <laughs> right. to not put ourselves out there. I mean, how many times do we have situations where we take the easy road because it's safer for us? And so there is a risk. There is a vulnerability that we have to really be settled in mm -hmm. and sometimes know that it's going to be difficult to find those moments of connection. And maybe it's not going to work the first time. And so that practice piece becomes really important because maybe our first attempt lands flat. And so we need to be able to then move in a different direction where we can find a connection in a different way. Right, and I think it's important to define vulnerability because vulnerability is being seen, heard, 
at the risk of emotional exposure. Right. And so when you talk <clears throat> about the idea of this could be scary for people or, you know, we, we don't want to have that happen because it doesn't feel safe, putting ourselves out there and having the courage to make that attempt mm -hmm. is so vital. But again, if we don't pull inwards to notice that part of us, and I say that, that, that uh, word purposefully, the part of us, because what I find is there is a part of all of us, depending on our history or our lives or where we come from, what we, what we learned growing up, that could impact the way that we show up in the world. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. a lot of times we want to avoid pain. And so we know maybe that part's just trying to protect us mm -hmm. from pain. But the reality is it protects us or it doesn't protect us, actually causes us to pull away and then not have the connection, which in turn helps us to feel better. Absolutely. And so I think it's really important for us to talk a little bit about what are the ways that we can make those small steps? What are the things that we can start to practice mm -hmm. when we find moments of disconnection? And so the first thing is to simply just be aware mm -hmm. when disconnection is showing up or being aware that you want to form connection in a different way with someone, or maybe it's connection in general, because maybe you're recognizing as you're listening to the series that we're doing that connection isn't something that you're finding in your life a lot, and you want to shift how you're connecting with people. Yes, and curiosity is really important in those moments, because curiosity will keep us out of judgment of others and ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so if we remain curious while we're exploring that, then we could really try to understand what's happening. And I think there's also an opportunity for us in these moments of connection to be able to find examples where we want to continue to build. So mm -hmm. if I, if you and I have great connection right. and I am now working in an area where, you know, you and I were talking before we started recording today about when you walk into the office, sometimes there may be someone who's not having a great day and how that can, that can sort of set a tone. So how do we break through the tones right. when maybe we're not finding connection in the way that we want? And so perhaps it is just checking in on someone and saying, how are you doing? You know, being curious about how someone's weekend was when you're seeing them for the first time on a Monday can create that connection at work. Maybe it's sending a letter to someone and saying, you know, I'm just thinking about you, checking in on you. We know sometimes in moments of grief and sadness, mm -hmm. you know, I know that there's conversations that we have with people who say, you know, someone lost a family member. I don't even know what to say, but the connection of just saying I'm here can really help someone who may be moving into that isolation because there's a situation that's happening in their life. It could be what brings them to a place of feeling connected. Right. You know, I want to circle back to something you said because I think it's a really important nugget for folks, which is, you know, it's the small moments. So mm -hmm. it's just checking in on somebody because trust is built in those small moments. Yeah. It's not these grand gestures necessarily. Right. Right. Um, it's the small <laughs> moments where we could say, Hey, you know, how's your mom doing? Or, mm -hmm. you know, how's your child doing? Mm -hmm. Or, hey, did you have a good weekend? And so that part is really important is knowing that trust is built in small moments and that vulnerability and trust go hand in hand. Oh, yeah. 
Absolutely. Right? So putting yourself out there builds the trust, which builds the vulnerability right. and builds the connection. And <laughs> yes. so it's all a cycle that works together. And I think that, that, that little piece that you just shared is so important because just as much as the trust and vulnerability go hand in hand and so it continues to build connection, we also have to pay attention to when mistrust happens, mm -hmm. that we continue to notice that it leads us into isolation. And so just as trustful moments can build connection, right. distrustful moments can throw us backwards into isolation. And so paying attention also to, you know, is connection coming and saying, I'm sorry? Right. Is connection coming and saying, you know what? Uh, this this didn't happen the way that we wanted it to. Let's figure this out. So I think just as important as the checking in is also the ability to recognize when there's something that you need to own in a situation mm -hmm. so that that connection can be rebuilt because sometimes that's just as important. Yes, and so two things with that. One is, yes, we need to own, like, was this something that I did? Mm -hmm. You know, was was there a moment that I maybe missed or was there a moment that the other person might have had a miss? Mm -hmm. And if, if it is that the other person had a miss, we have to determine who's our tribe. Right. So that's the, other, that's the other piece in connection is finding the right people. Because if we go to people who are, um, you know, we're not connected to or they're missing, you know, these opportunities to connect, then it's going to cause us to pull away. And then we might say, oh, see, it's everybody. <laughs> I was just going to say that. So those are the moments where we're like, see, this is how it happened, and that's how I knew it was going to happen, and it drives us backwards. Right. And so really finding the right people to connect with, because the last thing we want to do is connect through judgment or comparison. Right, right. And when we do connect through judgment or comparison, and we find moments where we can sort of say, see, I told you, mm -hmm. it tends to lead us to more judgment and more comparison. Right. And I think, you know, just kind of in wrapping up, I think, not I think, I know, one of the things that is super important is hearing those moments of comparison, mm -hmm. and especially in our young people, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Oh, it's, it, you know, I've got, well, you know, because you've got middle schoolers too, and it's that trying to fit in and trying to figure out, well, they're better at this or that, when the reality is starting to work on knowing and I'm going to say this very intentionally, that I am enough the way that I am. Mm. There's such a, a sort of like a peace and a calm that even just came over me as you said that. Because really, at the heart of it, we can be connected if we can internally know that I am enough. Mm -hmm. And it isn't about, I have to be enough. You know, sometimes I think that when we look at the, the sort of moving away from I am enough... Do you ever have the moments like where you keep yourself so busy and you say, well, I'm involved in a million things, <laughs> but it doesn't really bring connection. And so really leaning into maybe you are super busy in all that you're doing, but you're not really feeling internally that you're bringing enough to the table because you don't believe in that I am enough. And so I think that's also really important to pay attention to as we try to sort of sit back and say, even without all these busy things, even without X, Y, or Z, I am enough is so important. So here's my invitation. You know, I love my I lo invitations. You do love your I do invitations. My, I so my invitation is for you to say those words to yourself. I am enough. And it might be I am enough the way I am or I am enough. And really check in and become curious 
about how you could either believe that or what pulls you away from that. Mm -hmm. Because believing that I am enough the way I am will help as a practice mm -hmm. to move towards connection. And I love that invitation because part of it does become practice. So mm -hmm. you may be able to today say, I am enough, and something might happen tomorrow where you have to revisit that mm -hmm. and check back in again. So we're so glad that you've joined us. We hope that this has given you some little nuggets to think about internally as we think through connection with our four-part series. We look forward to being with you next week with Bring on the Mess. <laughs>